the War of Resistance Against Rome, from commanders with consular power to praetors as provincial governors. When Scipio Africanus returned to Rome after his victory in 206 BC, he recommended that the Roman army should remain in Hispania to prevent a further return of the Carthaginians during the rest of the Second Punic War. He had made alliances with local tribes, and Rome had then had the obligation to protect them. However, these alliances could be weak, and the allies could be untrustworthy and unpredictable, as the rebellion by Inabilis has shown. Therefore, the continuation of the Roman military presence was needed. After the end of the, this war, the Romans decided to remain in Hispania rather than withdraw. The actions Scipio Africanus had taken had laid the foundation for the permanent presence. He had established permanent garrisons at Terraco, Cartanova, and Gades. He had founded the colony of Italica to settle wounded Roman veterans. He also changed the Roman army in Hispania from one financed by Rome to a self-sufficient army. He did this through war booty and collections of food, clothes, and other supplies from the local tribes that had rebelled against the Romans. He also had grain collected for export to raise money to pay soldiers, and requisitioned food and clothing for the soldiers. There must have also have been steps to encourage some areas of Hispania to produce grain for the Romans. Livy mentioned that when Scipio Africanus campaigned in Africa a few years later, grain from Sicily and Sardinia, which were major producers of grain, but also from Hispania, were sent for Roman troops there. Probably some farming areas were originated towards producing crops to export to Rome, particularly in the fertile valleys in the river Ebro in the northernmost of East in the northernmost east coast, and Betis is to the south. The presence of Roman soldiers and traders must have started the process of Romanization. New products and technological innovations were imported. Initially, the mentioned requisitions occurred in a hoc, ad hoc manner. Later, they were extended to all tribes in, Afri in Roman territory and developed into a form of taxation. The three Scipios who led the Roman campaigns in Hispania had conducted affairs independently for Rome, following exigencies of war. For several years, Rome sent military commanders with irregular constitutional position for, to Hispania. When governors of, of Stanley under the observation of Roman Senate were instituted, the Senate had little control over them due to the great distance. Hispania remained governed largely independently by the men of the spot. This left Hispania in the hands of governors and officials who were inexperienced due to the lack of knowledge of the provinces and their local people, and to the short duration of their offices. It led to abuses, exploitation, and harassments of the local peoples. The Senate tried to address this, but failed. The largely unsupervised Roman officials and entrepreneurs became greedy as local resources provided opportunities for enrichment. This was a breeding ground for discontent and rebellion. In 205 BC, after Scipio Africanus returned to Rome, Lucius Cornelius Lentulus and Lucius Manilus Essididus were sent to Hispania with consular power without magistrate, without holding public office. This is a constitutional oddity. Normal governors of Roman territories with their praetors and propraetors or proconsuls. The latter were praetors or consuls who were assigned to gov a governorship after the year in office or whose imperium, the power to command an army, was extended. 
the offices of the councils and praetors conferred the, to the, the power to the command of the army. Therefore, Lentulus and Ascendus were sent to Hispania without holding the usual public office, but were given pro proconsular power so they could command the armies in Hispania. This gave the Roman territory in Hispania a somewhat unofficial status. The two men had just the status of military commanders. The manner of the appointment in, is not known. The constitutional oddity continued for seven years, until 197 BC, when the two provinces were created in Hispania and they were assigned to two praetors as per normal procedure. It looked like Rome may have improvised when she retained the, this new territory and that the status of the form of administration was regularized after seven years. Cornelius Lentulus and Menelaus Acidinus stayed in Hispania for a usually long time. Livy wrote that their command was extended in 202 BC. He does not mention what our arrangements for the previous ex extra two years were. Probably the two men were sent without a clear term of stay, and this was looked into when they had been there for quite a while. In 201 BC, the question of who should take their place was put to assembly of the people. This was an unusual procedure and was probably a way to give a mandate to people being sent to Hispania without public office. The reason why the irregular system was continued is not known either. They were to be replaced by only one man who was set to take his legion and 15 cohorts there. The outgoing proconsuls were to bring home the veterans who had spent a long time in Hispania. Livy did not say what the outcome of the vote was. Only Lentulus went back to Rome. He arrived in 200 BC. In a later passage, Livy wrote that in 200 BC, Gaius Cornelius Cathias was a pro-writer in Hispania and defeated a hostile force in the territory of Sedentia, and 15,000 of his enemy died. The question of replacement for Asinius was put to assembly of people in 200 BC. Gnaeus Cornelius Blesso and Lucius Titus Sterdendus was chosen and were sent to Hispania in 199 BC. Asinius returned to Rome in 199. The idea of having only one man in charge in Hispania might have been conduct connected with the fact that Hannibal had been defeated the years before and it, with the end of the Second Punic War there was no need to have mobilization there. The Roman armies, particularly in Italy, and discharged the veterans. In 199 BC, the praetor Gaius Sergius was given the task of organizing the distribution of land to the soldiers who had served for many years in Sicily and Sardinia and Hispania. We are not told why the plan to have only one man in charge did not materialize and why Asindus stayed behind. Also in 199 BC, the people of the city of Gades is in Hispania asked that no pre prefect should be sent to their town, and this was granted in 206 BC. The Romans had concluded a treaty with Gades in which was agreed with a Roman centurion was to act as a Roman prefect in the town. In 198 BC, the number of Roman praetors was increased from four to six because it was decided to create two new provinces, Hispania Creator and Hispania Ulterior. The two capitals were Terraco and Cordoba. They were to be headed by praetors and praetors for 197 BC. Gaius Semprius 
Tertullianus and Marcus Helivius were sent to Hispania, Siliter, and Ulterior respectively. They were given 8,000 Latin inventory and 400 cavalry each to replace the old soldiers who were sent back home. They were also given the task of de defining the border between the two provinces. Trouble developed as there was a large-scale warlike movement. Late in the year, war broke out in Hispania Ulterior. Helvius informed Rome about the two simultaneous but independent rebellions by two chiefs in the area of the river Bates. Colchas and Luxinius, the former was supported by 15 fortified cities and the latter was supported by two strong cities. Carmo and Bardo, the Molassini and the Sextini, and the Beaturia, an area between the rivers Betis and Gordinia. Other peoples had not yet disclosed their intention, but would soon join the revolt. The Senate did not take any immediate action and instead decided to get back to new praetors to ask for instructions after they were elected in the forthcoming elections. At the end of the year, soon after the elections of the new consulates, consuls and praetors, news arrived that the army of Gaius Simprius Tudetinus had been rooted in Hispania Crater, and that the praetor had been mortally wounded. There is no record of what happened in Hispania Ulter. In 196 BC, Hispania Ulter was assigned to Quintus Fabius Buito and Hispania Crater to Quintus Maginus Termus. They were given one legion each and 4,000 infantry and 300 cavalry each from the Latin allies. They, are, they had ordered to leave as soon as possible. Quintus Manicius won a battle against the commanders Budres and Besedines, in which 12,000 of the enemy were killed and Budres was, cap was captured. At the same time, Gnaeus Cornelius Blaso and Lucius Stertinus, the two men who were proconsuls in Hispania in 198 BC, returned from Hispania Ulter and Creator respectively. The former was grant granted an ovation of minor, of minor victory celebration and brought large amounts of silver and gold for proceeds for the spoils of war. The latter did not ask for a triumph, gave a large amount of silver from the, his booty to the treasury, and used the rest of the erect two arches with guided st statues. We do not have any details about the military engagements of these two men.